Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, and you're listening to Snug Wrestling. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. That's right. You are tuned into Snug Wrestling, where it's wrestling all day, every day. And now here is your host, Edgar Avila. Who is ready for war games? Shoot, I know I am. It's coming up. It is a week from this Saturday. And man, oh man, it's going to be such a great weekend. It's going to be a long weekend. And things are firing up just in time for war games. We had a lot of crazy stuff that went down on this episode of Monday Night Raw. JD Madonna is officially part of the Judgment Day. But not only JD Madonna, it looks like the Judgment Day might have some extra backup with Drew McIntyre aligning himself with the Judgment Day right before the war games. So Seth, Cody, Sammy, Jay, they need to wash their backs with Drew McIntyre lurking around. But it's all good because after Monday Night Raw went off air, Cody Rhodes teased a potential return because Cody Rhodes said him and Jay Uso, like the Judgment Day, they also have friends, which the people in attendance in Washington, D.C. automatically started chanting for Randy Orton. So we got Randy Orton chants. No CM Punk chants. No one even tried to guess that Cody Rhodes was talking about Punk. No one tried to even mention Punk or even tried to like put it out there in the world or try to manifest the fact that CM Punk might actually come back. No one. I think it makes a lot more sense that it would be Randy Orton and not CM Punk, but it it is Chicago. It is Survivor Series. A lot of debuts in Survivor Series. But man, now that we're getting closer and closer to the war games in Chicago, it seems less and less likely that we're going to get a CM Punk return. <sighs> I think reality is sinking in right about now. And I don't think it's happening, folks. I don't know, but either way, I'm still really excited for this. Just like I'm excited about this episode of Snug Wrestling Podcast. Welcome back once again, everybody, with me, your host. My name is Edgar. Let's get into Monday Night Raw, November 13th, Washington, D.C. Let's go. We got a recap of last week's main event between Sami Zayn and Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins retained for the 8th consecutive time successfully defending the wwe world heavyweight championship seth rollins has defeated finn balor twice shinsuke nakamura twice Braun breaker drew mcintyre damian priest and Sami Zayn. a total of eight times this is not counting non-televised live events i'm sure seth rollins has defended the championship multiple times on live events but eight times on shows that are actually televised that actually go on the record and then one of the competitors of the war games cody rhodes to ask the crowd what do you want to talk about well cody i'm sure everybody wants to talk about war games but cody instead wants to talk about the many memories that he's had in that arena in washington dc which he was referencing to the stuff that he did in aew and then cody rhodes started getting into 
into the match that he's going to be having on this Monday Night Raw for the Tag Team Championship belts. His partner Jay Uso and Cody Rhodes are going to be facing Finn Balor and Damian Priest. And then we finally get into the War Games, which is what I don't know about everyone else, but this is what I've been wanting to hear. This is what I want them to uh, to talk about. So Cody Rhodes introduces his team: Jay Uso, Sami Zayn, and Seth Rollins. And my God, every single one of these guys are over ass fuck with the crowd every single person that came out from this team the fans were singing all of their songs so we have the top four guys of monday night raw all in the same team but the interesting thing that i noticed about this is that seth rollins when seth rollins came out he kind of stepped up to cody rhodes and got in his face a little bit so there is still tension between cody rhodes and seth rollins most people are saying that this is wwe addressing the history going back to Cody Rhodes debut when Cody Rhodes faced Seth Rollins and beat Seth Rollins at Wrestlemania and ever since then Seth Rollins hasn't liked Cody Rhodes and this is long-term storytelling but I think what the point of all of this is is we might be seeing Seth Rollins versus Cody Rhodes again in the future for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship but not long after all four of these big baby faces were in the ring the judge day interrupts and now officially we are in monday night raw and the judgment day they tried to turn the opposing team of the baby faces against each other by saying things like well how can you trust jay uso he's betrayed all you guys Sami Zayn, you said you were a world championship material but you're just a loser then cody tries to give judgment day a piece of their own medicine and tries to put them against each other how did you guys come out here without your leader mommy and then Damien Priest says, well, she's not the leader. Oh, well, then is Finn Balor the leader? Or is Don the leader? Or is JD Madonna the leader? And Damien Priest cuts off Cody Rhodes and says, no, I'm the leader, which got a big reaction from the crowd because, oh, shit, Damien Priest, you're in big trouble with mommy. And then Priest took it upon himself to accept a match for JD Madonna and Dominic Mysterio versus Seth Rollins and Sami Zayn. And all three of the Judgment Day members are just looking at Damien Priest like, what the hell did you just do? I thought we didn't accept matches for each other, but Damien Priest has spoken as the leader of the Judgment Day, and we have a tag team match for the very first official match of this Monday Night Raw. JD and Dom versus Seth and Sami Zayn. And this tag team match, it was intense, it was high-paced, hard-hitting, and these guys were laying it in because they're giving us a preview of what to expect at War Games. JD and Dom try to walk out from this match but they get dragged back in the match and that got a big pop and the fans they were all on their feet for this one and as i was watching this match i was just waiting to see when is the judgment day gonna come out and interfere it took them a while but it finally happened and this match ended in a disqualification sammy and seth rollins won by dq and it ended in a huge brawl because this wouldn't be monday night raw without a run-in by the judgment day without an interruption by the judgment day and without a big brawl that involves the judgment day the referees the security guards and adam pierce come out adam pierce grabs the mic and starts barking orders again just like last week enough i'm tired of the games everyone in war games is banned from the tag team match better yet everyone is banned from the arena and man monday night raw 
Raw is cooking on this opening segment and this opening match. We got a War Games buildup. We got Cody and Seth staring down at each other. We got Priest leading the charge and calling the shots. Crowd is in their feet, going crazy, babies flying in the air. And let's go, I'm pumped for War Games. After the commercial break, Rhea Ripley and Adam Pearce are still in the ring arguing. And then Zoe Stark shows up. Zoe Starks is the number one contender for the Women's Championship. And Rhea Ripley knows that this match was bound to happen between her and Zoe Starks. Rhea is very familiar with Zoe Starks and says that Zoe is a future champion, but not on Monday Night Raw. Maybe over there on the other side on Friday Night SmackDown. Zoe was trying to cut a promo and she got the what chance. She was losing the people during her promo. Zoe Starks is one of those where you can tell that she is obviously residing scripted lines she doesn't really come off as genuine and the people can feel that the people they're not dumb these wrestling fans they're smart fans so they know when someone is being real or they're just saying what they're told but as soon as Rhea Ripley took the mic over again the people got fired up again and cheered for Rhea and ended up booing Zoe Starks Shinsuke Nakamura is cutting a promo on someone else again who is Shinsuke Nakamura cutting a promo on? No one knows. We don't know. But every time we see these videos, I'm just looking for a CM Punk reference being thrown in there. And a lot of people claim that they did find another CM Punk reference. But I don't know. At, at this point, I think that people are just reaching. And I don't think CM Punk is coming. I'm losing hope. Then we get Seth, Sammy, and Cody backstage in the backstage segment. Cody Rhodes wants to talk to Seth. And Cody says he needs Seth Rollins and the team needs Seth Rollins for one night. The rest of the days of the year, we can hate each other all you want, but at War Games, Seth and Cody, they need to be on the same page. And Seth agrees. Seth and Cody are good, even though Seth Rollins does not like Cody Rhodes because Cody Rhodes is an a-hole. No, Seth Rollins did not say that, but Seth Rollins is not a fan of Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins is probably the only person in the whole entire world who does not like the American Nightmare. Shinsuke Nakamura versus Otis. Heel Shinsuke Nakamura has been running through his opponents, but he has his hands full here versus Otis. Shinsuke, he's not really selling Otis's goofy gimmicks. Otis was doing some goofy stomps on Shinsuke, and Shinsuke was just looking at Otis like, what the fuck? Otis also tried to go for his caterpillar, but Shinsuke Nakamura rolled out of the ring. Good. Good for you, Shin. Don't be a goof like most of the people on this show. The second attempt for the caterpillar, however, was successful and Nakamura took the Caterpillar and ate it. But Nakamura came back and hit like 36 Kinshaskas on Otis to pick up the win. And Michael Cole said it took a hat trick of Kinshaskas. And Michael Cole is using soccer references now. He's been spending too much time with Wade Barrett. Then after the match, Shin and Chad Gable have a face-off. So most likely, we're going to have Chad Gable versus Shinsuke Nakamura next week. We got a War Games video package. Two teams locked in the cage every three minutes someone new goes in the ring the match officially starts 
once all competitors are in the ring from both teams and you can only win by pinfall or submission. Seth and Drew McIntyre are backstage. Drew is speaking again for the very first time since Crown Jewel. Last week they were trying to interview Drew McIntyre but he was still upset after his big loss and he didn't say a word. But this time Drew McIntyre congratulates Seth Rollins and gives him a good old handshake and Drew McIntyre says that it's back to the drawing board and one day he's going to get a rematch. Tegan Knox versus Piper Niven. Tegan Knox being accompanied to the ring by Natalia. Tegan Knox hits her finisher, the world's shiniest wizard on Piper Niven, which is probably the silliest name for a wrestling move in the entire world. The Piper Niven gets her foot on the ropes, but Tegan Knox wins with a surprise roll-up. The Miz, he has an interview, the number one contender for the Intercontinental Championship, and he's looking to become the nine-time Intercontinental Champion. Has it really been nine times? Ah, damn, that's a lot of championships by The Miz. It doesn't really feel like nine times because I haven't been a fan of not one of those nine times that The Miz has ever held that championship. I just completely erase every time The Miz has been champion out of my mind because it's just so dreadful to think about. Ivar and Reed interrupt The Miz during this interview and Ivar actually spoke like a regular human being and not like a Viking. He wasn't grunting or yelling. Ivar was showing some personality here. I don't think I've ever seen this side of Ivar, but it was good to see a different side of him. And The Miz, well, he's still a joke. Ludwig Kaiser versus Tommaso Ciampa. The DIY, they're coming back from losing to the Creed Brothers thanks to Ludwig, and that was payback because the DIY defeated the Imperium on their debut match back on Monday Night Raw. Giovanni reached for Ciampa's legs and got caught by the referee, and the referee sent Giovanni back to the locker rooms, and Ludwig is all alone versus DIY. Ludwig and Ciampa never disappoint in their matches. I, I can see these guys wrestle all day and I can see them go at it all day fight forever Kaiser picks up the win with another roll up this is the second roll up of the night to decide the match because finally Vinci's luck turns around and does something right for once after being sent out by the referee Vinci comes back and attacks Johnny Gargano which distracted Tommaso Ciampa and Ludwig took advantage the judgment day they're backstage and JD Madonna has a officially earned his badge as the new official member of the judgment day just in time for the war games and damian priest he's gonna do the honors zaya lee versus indy hartwell the match was called off because indy hartwell couldn't continue this is the second time zaya lee wins by knockout where the referee has to call off the match but after the match becky lynch confronts zaya lee zaya lee retreats and becky lynch made it official zaya lee versus becky lynch is gonna take place next week on raw the miz and gunther they're backstage gunther congratulates the miz for becoming the number one contender and pulling off what literally no one expected no one expected the Miz to win that match but he did and the Miz tells Gunther to watch his match versus Ivar and he will see Gunther at Survivor Series Zoe Starks Shayna Baszler Raquel Rodriguez and Nia Jax they're all backstage everyone except for Nia Jax is wishing Zoe Starks good luck for her championship match at Survivor Series versus Rhea Ripley Raquel Rodriguez was not feeling Nia Jax's negative 
of energy during this segment and stepped up tonight, Jax. And that is a match that I would like to see. So hopefully we get to see Raquel Rodriguez versus Nia Jax next week on Monday Night Raw. The Miz versus Ibar. The Miz is getting small crowd reactions during his entrance. And he still has a couple weeks to get the people behind him versus Gunther before Survivor Series. The Miz is still telling people that he has giant balls, which is the same thing that he was doing when The Miz was a heel. And I don't think that's the best idea if you're trying to turn babyface to keep telling people and to keep reminding people that your balls are not tiny. Bronson Reed tries to get a closer look at this match and pulls up a chair at ringside, but the people were actually getting behind The Miz and they were cheering for The Miz during this match. The Miz gets the W with the help of Bronson Reed because Ivar was going for his super big moonsault but Reed distracted Ivar and get this the Miz hits Ivar with another surprise roll up to pin Ivar one two three but the Miz had both of his legs up on the top rope and the referee didn't see it so thanks to Bronson Reed the Miz won and he cheated to win and this is the guy that's going to be facing Gunther at Survivor Series I don't know but I think the Miz is in big trouble versus Gunther and he has absolutely zero chance no chance in hell the Miz that's what you got JD Madonna and Damien Priest are backstage Damien Priest welcomes JD Madonna to the judgment day finally and JD Madonna got a nice little pop congrats to JD because he's been working really hard for this he's been proving himself to the judgment day time and time again and he finally convinced the leader of the judgment day Damien Priest to let him in the judgment day the real leader that is and who doesn't like a good old-fashioned heartwarming story of the nerd being accepted into the cool kids group I mean just ask Sami Zayn and we get a tag team segment backstage because the Imperium they're backstage Gunther's congratulating Vinci for winning the match for the Imperium even though Vinci wasn't in the match Ludwig was the one in the match Vinci got all the credit from the IC champion Gunther then Indusheer makes an appearance on Monday Night Raw finally my boy Veer Jinder Mahal that is such a great tag team such a great faction they haven't gotten the time of day in the main roster they went back to NXT but then disappeared they haven't been seen on TV for quite some time but they made an appearance it was a backstage segment unfortunately but let's hope that we can get to see in this year have some matches on Monday Night Raw sometime soon and then we see the Alpha Academy the Creed Brothers and the New Day they're all backstage together acting like goofs and did i mention that the creed brothers were also in there acting like goofs with everyone else and it is main event time cody and jay versus finn balor and damien priest for the undisputed tag team championship belts everyone is banned from this match banned from the match banned from the arena and it doesn't take long for this match to get out of control because cody and priest just decided to get in the ring and start fighting each other without getting tagged in while Finn Balor and Jay Uso were in the ring so all four guys just start fighting each other we come back to commercial break and then they start to build up the hot tag because the Judgment Day are double teaming Cody Rhodes the Judgment Day are tagging in and out not letting Cody Rhodes tag his partner Jay in but finally Jay Uso gets the hot tag and here comes Jay Jay gets fired up and he gets his comeback then Jay and Cody both hit their finishers the crossroads and the spear but Damian Priest breaks the count last second and judgment day almost lose the tag team gold in this false finish and then drew
Drew McIntyre shows up out of nowhere and attacks Jay Uso, hits him with the Claymore, and the Judgment Day take advantage and retain thanks to Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre and Rhea Ripley are in cahoots, and it looks like Drew McIntyre might be joining the Judgment Day just in time for War Games. The Judgment Day are reinforcing their crew before Survivor Series, officially joining the Judgment Day, and maybe Drew McIntyre? I don't know. That has not been addressed. I don't believe Drew McIntyre is Judgment Day material. Maybe as a reinforcement for one night at War Games, I can see that happening, but I do not see Drew McIntyre wearing eyeshadow, wearing the black and purple, and joining the Judgment Day. But hey, what do I know? Anything can happen in the WWE, pal. We don't know anything, and that's the great thing about wrestling. We can sit here and predict and guess and research all day, every day, but we just never know what's really going to happen. But that was Monday Night Raw. Let me know what you guys think. Hit me up at Snug Wrestling. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll talk soon.